Hello, I'm just happy to be with you today, and I hope these videos are helpful to you, these teachings are helpful to you. And I've interacted with literally hundreds of people on business, and especially in the area of how do you get started in business? How do you make your first steps? How, do you, how does this happen? Because many people are, are disenchanted with working for the other person. They can see that if they continue working at the pace they're at and the pay rate they're at, they're never going to get ahead in life. And so they're looking for something different. So I hope this can be helpful. And so basically, um, I'm going to talk about first yes, then how. What do I mean by that? Well, it seems that many people are waiting for their next step to be fully laid out. Maybe it's their one-year, three-year, five-year plan. I'm not ridiculing that. But in reality, they're waiting because they're making this plan, and they would like God to show them all the steps they're going to be facing so they could get ready for it, and they're prepared for it. They're really good planners. Well, you know, that's noble, but that's not what worked for me. And I've noticed that's not what worked for most successful people. It's never going to be laid out perfect. It's never going to be lined out. And even if you think it's lined out, it's not going to work like that. So I am one that says that we as people need to take some kind of action on our part. We have to study and learn and dig in, and we have to actually start putting the plan together in our mind maybe on paper a little bit don't spend any money really dig in get experience get knowledge uh, focus in on an area there's other teachings I'll make that will help you in that that talk about stay in your own zone or on your own corridor you know there's things that you want to do to kind of narrow down these possibilities and you got to come to reality though nothing's really going to happen unless you kind of make it happen or unless at least you take action. Now there's a balance here. You know, I'm not saying take action outside of God's plan and protection and help, but it's kind of a, 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 an adjustment. If you're waiting for God to lay this out for you so you can make sure you're successful and God's happy with you, it's just not going to work that way. You're going to have to come to a point there's going to become an opportunity. There's going to become an uncertainty. You're not going to be sure. It's no guarantee. It may even look like a solid walk. But at some point, you're going to have to say, yes, I'm going to go in this direction. Yes, I'm going to start my own business. Yes, I am going to make this work. And then my experience has been that the how this happens will start being unfolded to you. The how comes after the yes. The how will not precede that in my experience. Because God is asking us to walk in faith. And if it's all laid out for us and we know where we're headed, where is the faith? And then I take another point of view, where is the excitement? You know, I deal with a lot of young people and, and some of them have told me, you know, they want their parents to have them avoid all the mistakes in life. So their parents are trying to advise them at every step and making sure that I learned this so I'm going to make my son sure my son and daughter doesn't fall into the same problem that I had. It's noble, 
but that's not smart. There's gonna be a huge frustration. The next generation wants a little bit of latitude, a lot of latitude, and it will include some mistakes. It's kind of like, you know, the difference between a map and a compass. A compass will guide you in the midst of your travels, like Lewis and Clark exploring the Wild West. Once he got there, he made a map for other people to follow. So I'm more of a compass follower than a map follower. Now let me give some examples. We had it in our heart after nine years of experience in a corporate structure to move to a new state of Oklahoma and go to Bible school. Now I did reasonable research, I applied myself, I studied, I found out if jobs were available. Uh, we actually even made an exploratory trip. And you know what? I had to say yes, we're moving. We're giving our good paying job. And you know, about the time we said yes, things started falling into place. Now not perfect, but we got to our new town and guess what, there was no jobs. I had to figure it out. And it was a part of the excitement, it was part of the experience. I had to say yes, and then step by step, God showed me the how to make the next step. Another example, okay, I'm in my new town. I'm planning on a nice engineering job, and I'm anticipating a paycheck because I'm working and I'm going to Bible school and I've got a family of five, and I'm seeing that this money is not coming in fast enough. So I have a horse trader, it's an entire another story, and I start putting an ad in the paper and I said, let me help you move. I have a moving trailer, it was really a horse trailer, and I will help you move. And so at some point I abandoned my engineering career and I decided I'm gonna pursue developing a moving and storage company. Once again, it was not all laid out. I didn't know if I was going to be a rider truck rental dealer. I didn't know that I was going to be an interstate mover. I didn't know I was going to move people internationally. But I had to say yes, and then the how came. You're sitting with me here in this machine shop, okay? This is a big machine behind me. Uh, this is one of our latest purchases. It's not the last purchase. It's about $300,000. And I was at a spot in my life nine years ago where I had the experience. I didn't know about machining, but I had the business experience. And so once again, I'm at a crossroads. I've done my research. I look at a business to buy, this business. I spent six to eight months studying financial statements, asking God, talking to people, thinking about it. But at some point I had to say, yes, I'm gonna take the loan and buy this. And God showed, started showing me the how. Let's look in the Bible, David. We know David is a, a wonderful man of God, but let's just look at it. He's a young a boy in, the, in, the, uh, in his father's herd. He's a herdsman, and David's out there, and guess what? He's not just twiddling his thumb, twiddling on a piece of wood. Somehow he became really good with his slingshot. I'll bet you every day he found certain size rocks. He had probably no competition, so he probably was like a good golfer. He probably made his own competition. He probably set up, I'm just speculating, he probably set up a target 50 feet away. 
and he got it good at hitting that target with a little rock 50 feet away. And now I'm speculating he moved that out to 75 feet, and then he moved it out to 100 feet, and he kept moving it out until he was good with his slingshot. It's not a little slingshot like that, it was like this, okay? He got good. And then there's the Goliath. He's there insulting the nation of Israel. He's mocking and ridiculing. And you know what David did? He says, Go read it up there. It's in the Old Testament. He says, hey, what's the reward? He found the facts. Do I get part of the country, uh, the nation? Sure. You get the, the, the king's daughter in marriage? Yeah. He double-checked, make sure his deal was good. But he had to say yes and not how. He had to tell to the, 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 uh, the leadership that I can fight Goliath. They tried to put the armor on. It didn't fit. And he pulled out his faithful slingshot. He said yes, then came how? Moses. Moses is leading the people. They're in, the, in Egypt. They're in slavery. It's getting hard. It's getting worse. And God says, hey, I'll lead you in out of this country. Guess what? He didn't even tell Moses what route to take. He just said, follow the cloud and follow the fire. And they took Moses and about a million whatever number of people, and they went to the most unimaginable dead-end route that you could go to cross the Red Sea. No place out. And then God showed him next what to do. Raise out your rod. Divide the Red Sea. And they walked across. Moses, David, almost everybody in the New Testament and Old Testament, if you look at that, they had to say yes. And then they got the how. So if you're going to be successful in life, I hate, think you have to judge. Don't be overly, don't take on more than it's reasonable. I'm not being, don't be stupid. But learn to say yes. You know, a friend of mine was saying, you know, I do that myself. And I know I can say yes and I can figure it out by the time I need to know it.